What's up? What's up, guys? Welcome back to another episode. Uh, 18 plus. 18 plus. Journey. Journey of my life through the. through escaping the woods and into finding the place where I belong. We will do We're gonna do some We're gonna do. <clears throat> I I can't get on the internet, man. I just get on YouTube and I see some stupid shit, like uh, the middle class is dead. Get the fuck out of here, bro. Um, what's that looking at? Oh yeah, there's a song I found. First off, yo, found this chick, Jean Doe, um, <clears throat> fire. Like, she got Moody, really good song, Recipe, really good song. Those are, like, more hard. And then she got, like, Anytime, which is, like, this more smooth Airbnb type of, type of feel. Uh, really, really good stuff. I mean, for real, really good stuff. But what I'm talking about. Oh, Fantogram. I just found out about Fantogram. And they had this song. It's like it's like one of those songs that everybody knows, but no one knows where it came from. This is it. And it's good. It's a good song. So we'll play it. It'll be part of our part of our episode. Mm-mm, 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 mm-mm. So you know it. It's like one of those you probably heard as a kid or something. But I really like it. Like I feel like it's like the perfect mental song. Like it just push you. Push you in a space, for real. And I feel like it, like I was, I was uh, working on on my comic while listening to this song. Um, and. My creativity, I felt like my creativity was just, was just flowing, like, I don't know. Hold on. But, I like listening to this band. Because I feel like it's, like, truly a different sound. Um, like, this very headspacey. Nostalgic, uh, ghostly, ghostly type of music, and they do it so well. They do it so well in like multiple of their songs. Like, it's a trip. Like, I feel like this is what I should listen to if I was on shrooms or something, you know. Uh, but anyway.
Anyways, this morning, just real quick, this morning, just tell you guys what I got because I got a lot. I think my favorite fruits are lemon. I like grapefruit and then mango. Um, lemon because if you add it to anything, and I'm serious, anything like that little flavor of lemon, it just makes it better. Like think like pineapple is another one that's like you can add to anything, but like lemon adds like this freshness that even pineapple can't get sometimes. Mmm. And then grapefruits. You got some sugar on there. And it's just so good. Incredible. Um And on top of that, lemon. Put down your water. Like you the one thing I'll say like you can't do a pineapple is add it to your water and make it super flavorful. Like lemon, it just has a lot of flavor. Mm. And then mango. Mango's a hit or a miss. It's like mango, it could either be incredible. Incredible if it's uh if you um get like those soft kind of dark ones and it's it's just got all that flavor um otherwise it's not so good but yeah okay I can't I can't actually focus or have a conversation with the song in the background But you guys get the point, like, it's just good, it's like, just push you in this space. Studio Ghibli, man. It's just so genius. Just so genius. So genius. So nostalgic. Okay, so... <clears throat> Alright. Now I can focus. Um... So I am almost done with my album. And I gotta say, like, this is the first, like, I. so I, I'm, I'm working on this track right now. And it's the first track that I really feel like I started writing and me was coming out. Like, myself was coming out there. No, I still have to go back and and kind of, you know, fix up the rhythm and the flow of it. Um, I don't want to mess too much because the words are, are so, like, express me, you know? Um, but that's all. But, like, the content is there. It's just uh, coming in and cleaning it up. But for all, like, I feel like I feel like I just got, I just got real on this track, and it's a track that like I wouldn't expect to be, you know what I mean? But it's like, and I've never gotten real before, so that's the other thing. Um, and then I have this other track where I also get, I get real about my biggest fear. Which is just time and losing it. Um, Cause truthfully, like that's my biggest. That's my. That is my biggest fear in life. Like, like I don't want to be. I don't want to sound crazy or anything. But but uh. 
like, I don't know, I'm, I'm afraid of death, you know what I mean, like, that's my biggest fear is death, because I just feel like there's so much out there that I want to see, and I know life is so, so, uh, you know, life, life could just disappear in the blink of an eye, you know what I mean, that, that is what kind of stresses me out, you know what I mean, I mean, it doesn't stress me out because, you know, I live my life thinking about, and this isn't my fault, um, so this isn't me just being clever, this is like, just listening to Jordan Peterson, it's like, it's like, I live my life trying to figure out what is true, because, because to me, it's like, you can't really, well, here's my line of thinking, and, I mean, you guys probably already know, going through it, like, sometimes I get into, like, these pits of, like, existential dread, like, why, why am I here? Just, I don't know, like, it's so confusing, because whenever I'm not there, it's like, I have zero issue with the whole idea, but for some reason, it's like, every blue moon, um, I get into this place where I'm, like, depressed about, about life possibly being meaningless, but then it's like, like, I don't know if that's just, like, a natural progression of how I should be. Because I always bounce back. And whenever I bounce back, it's 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 very, very, very intense. I don't know if that's the right word. But, like, it it, it just makes more sense. Because, or, or, like, it's like this is the flow. And this is with anything creative, too. So, I feel like maybe it's just part of creativity. Part of who I am. Um, because... I'll, I'll come from a place where I'm like depressed about the fact, a little bit depressed. Like I, like I, I, I've never had anxiety like I did back whenever I was in middle school. So, like I, I've, I'm, I've, I've gained the tools to keep myself moving forward, to keep pushing. You know what I mean? Because I know. I know that if I if I was to give into it, into the lack of energy and just feeling of like you just want to curl up in a ball and hide, like if I give into it, it's just gonna make it worse. So, so anytime I feel that, like I always have a process. I let myself feel it a little bit because, in a way, it's kind of good to to feel that. I don't, I don't know why, but like I I just like it a little bit. But then it gets to a point where it's like, oh no. Um, well, I don't know. I don't know if it's like, it feels good to feel sorry for yourself, but then you start feeling crappy about the fact that you feel bad about yourself. Cause you look around and you're like, why do I feel bad whenever I live like this? You know, or it's like, there's people that have it way worse. It's kind of like that. Like, so then you start feeling shitty about, about it. Um... But then, but then it's always like, anyway, but there's, there's this process that I have of fixing myself, you know, of getting myself out of it and back on, on kind of like just back on track because whenever I get there, it's like, you don't want to do anything. You don't want to touch anything. Anything you touch sucks anyway. So it's like, why would you do it? Um, and that's whenever I get more physical. Like that's whenever I, I, I just put away the projects of creativity and I'll start just like exercise. Um, and I'll start like really putting in at work, um, start like really trying to take up responsibility, like be purposeful about helping people out and, and just being, you know, good. And then, and then, um, no, I don't know. I don't know if what happens through, through that, but just through that process, for some reason I just gain Well, I feel like there's always some, like, big critical moment. Like, I always come out, like, I learn something, and then I'm, like, okay with it again. Like, I'm okay with the fact that that this all could be, like, yesterday might not even have existed, for all I know. You know, tomorrow might not even exist, for all I know. So, it's like, I might not even exist, for all I know. But, it always comes down to, like, is that useful? So, this is the idea that Jordan Peterson kind of snuggled in my head. It's like, think about life in... Like, you can have these thoughts, 
and I certainly do of existentialism, like, like, uh, why are we here, and does any of this matter, and it doesn't really seem to, but, okay, you had that thought, but how you live, and this is what I always say, it, it would be like, if someone walks, if someone busts in here with a gun, and points it at me, I'm gonna, I'm gonna fight back, because, you know, I, because I still will to live, so if it doesn't matter, what would be the purpose of fighting back, so clearly, clearly, part of me believes that there's something, you know what I mean, part of me believes that, you know, I at least want to try and figure it out, you know what I mean, or just see, I don't know, like, part, like, the way that you act, you act like it does matter, so it might as well, you know what I mean, and that's always what I talk about whenever I say, like, some things might as well be true because you act like that it is, you know. Um, so that's where I come from in that, you know, what is what is useful? Uh, and I define useful by being something that that makes you feel productive. Well, that that just makes you enjoy life a lot more. Um, and so anything that's, that's, and sometimes that does include a little bit of suffering though, because, uh, and also, and also to picture, I mean, I've, I've talked about this idea before too, because I mean, cause this is the struggle with, with existentialism and, and trying to trying to play with these two ideas it's like it's like you you do have faith like i guess my religion because i i would say i'm agnostic but i guess the religion that i do have i'm agnostic in my brain but in the way that i exercise my life i am religious because i believe that there's going to be tomorrow um which is i guess is like a religion of time you know what i mean like i believe that there's going to be a year and a year after that and the following year and like i'm gonna live a, a century at least like like i'm gonna see what happens you know what i mean i want to i want to see it you know um and that's what i'm saying like i don't want to sound crazy but like immortality like i do kind of want to see like if i could live forever and keep my body healthy because i just want to explore you know but then i think it's like I'm playing with these ideas in my stories. Like, I'm, like, like, I feel like I'm getting so good at trying to understand me through, un, trying to understand art, you know what I mean? But that's the thing, it's just, like, trying all these different practices that people do and getting good at it. Like, really, really trying to dive into them and get good at them. Like, storytelling and, uh, right now I'm working on communication, humor, and, and, uh, trying to put myself into that and kind of put on these shows like I used to as a kid, you know. Um, I, I truly think that I am, I think I'm a quieter, more attentive, uh, I think I'm a slightly quieter, more attentive uh, person, but I do actually feel like I'm, uh, what's the word? Shoot. Who's the people that get energy? I don't even know why I asked you guys like like you could tell me. Okay. You have um people who don't like to socialize. Well, I don't know. I mean I feel like everybody has a piece of both. And I'm never one thing. I guess sometimes I do feel more one than the other, but our social versus anti-social. Because me, I like to be... I love being social, like, I love talking to people, and that's what I find, but if I'm working on something, don't talk to me, unless we're working on this project together, and I, I noticed this because of this, 
I was, this guy, you know, I'm on the job, I'm on the clock, and there's this guy that I work with, I've told, I've told you guys about him all the time, because he's like, well, it's so interesting because he's 60 years old, and I feel like, I've, I feel like I'm seeing like a reset, like I feel like I'm seeing him, maybe it's, maybe it's just because he came into a new place, and so he had like this defense up. Now he's now he's feeling more comfortable and his defense is going down, because he's becoming more good at recognizing the social things. And I also think he recognizes that I'm here and I'm gonna respect him, so he doesn't have to feel like he has to de- defend himself for anything. So maybe it's that. And and also I love to talk to people. You know what I mean? So, but the thing is, if I'm working on if I'm on the job and I'm working on something, I don't want to talk unless we're working together on it. You know, if you're going to distract me and just sit there and talk at me, it's like, I don't really want to talk with you. But if you're going to play this game with me, because that's what it is, right? That's what a job is. A job is a game. It's like the reward is money. And you're given a lot of time that you sell. So you sell this time. And then for this time... and here, Well, here's here's the rules of the game. Here's how the game is played. Um, so for this allotted time, you try and be as productive for this company as you possibly can. And also find your own role. And this is if you're good at this game. Find your role in this company. Uh, take up responsibility for this company and and do your job, you know, that's if you're good at this game, because I, I find that, I've, I seriously find that, if I take up responsibility, if I try and I work hard, it's weird how people can see it, like, like, it's just so interesting to me that, that it's like, it's like, it's like I'm having the same relationship again, and I'm affecting people in a very similar way because, like, my last boss, like, Starbucks, Starbucks, I had the same thing. It's like, it's like my boss, Carlos, who would communicate with me, who would be like, you know what, Josh, like, I love you because you come and you come to work, you know what I mean? And then and I kind of got tired of that job just because, just because it just felt like I, it got to a point where there wasn't enough work. And I was just hanging out with people instead of working. It didn't feel right. Um, and it also didn't pay enough for my goals. You know what I mean? So, um, people who are energized by socializing. Introvert versus extrovert. I feel like I'm actually more, and this would come as a shock because I think, here I am switching topics. Uh, hold on, let me finish that last thought. So, uh, but I, I feel like, you know, then then I come to this new job and I have Chris. And then Chris, you know, I'm working. And I'm, I'm just like, okay, I'm going to come here. I'm going to take up responsibility. It was like my goal was to be just the best worker. And... It's difficult. Like I failed a lot, you know, and that's what that's what really shook me a lot, you know, because then I'd be like, shoot, I don't know, and then I don't know, I just go through this stuff. But anyway, because I came in here, I was like, I'm gonna be the best worker, and then I wasn't, you know. But it's like, despite that, I always try and find something to do. You know, I always want to stay on my job, you know. So maybe that's it. Because he comes to me one day, and he's like, you know, Josh, he's like, I never worry about you, because I always know, like, you're always doing something, you're always doing something correctly, I, or not correctly, but you're always doing something, you know, feeling like, uh, with, with oh, with a sense of urgency, he said, Um, and then he was like, and but anyway, so that was first. That was like the first starting starting the he that he was starting to you know pick up on me. And then he was 
And after a little while, he's like, he he gives me opportunity, opportunity for taking up more responsibility. Um, he's like, you want to join our receiving team? So I take up that responsibility. I just do it. You know, it's it's scary, but I just do it. You know, I just keep saying yes. Um, I just keep having faith that it's like, I'm just gonna take up take up the responsibility, figure it out. You know, and that's whenever I decided it's like, if I'm gonna buy a house, I just have to do it. And so I take up that responsibility. Here I am, and I'm figuring it out. Like, shoot, I have Wi-Fi. This is something I never thought I would have. I have a pool. I never thought I'd be taking care of a pool, but I am. I'm taking on this responsibility. Buying furniture, you know what I mean? It's like I'm winning the game, I feel. Um, And it's not my fault. I don't want to act like it's me. Like, don't get me wrong. You know, just humble myself real quick. Like, it's all Jordan Peterson. But this is what I talk about in my music, too. To relate back to my music. It's like... It's like... That's what I was writing about for this album. It's like everything. Just that, Well, one, just like the feeling, the good feeling. Like, that's that's what rap does for me. It's like that good feeling, like you are cool. You know what I mean? It makes you feel good. Like, you're like, yeah, like whenever you can really get on that beat. And have that flow. That's what I'm working on now. Like, and I haven't mastered it yet. Like, I still haven't quite touched that smooth sexy uh sound that i'm trying to get to but i've gotten close on a couple of tracks uh i like my writing because i think it's it's i I do i try to find like like uh what are like some very unique ways to say things like not even concepts but ways to say things like i have this track this is probably my favorite um, couple of girls gonna ask if I'm got, cause I'm so damn hot. Couple of boys gonna ask if I smoke, a lot or not. Throw around boxes to the job. I was in the clock. <clears throat> Fuck that. Living lavish in a big crib where six figs, both hands on her body. She like that rock. <laughs> Bricked up. Look like I carry my Glock. <laughs> big trips like shrooms, making them tunes, making them pop. Shit go crazy. <laughs> we do, we do. And then it goes on with the rest of the song, but. But I like it because it's so personal, but also relatable. Because, like, every bar in that is a true story. A couple of girls are going to ask if I'm got. Um, true story. I had uh, I had one girl at work walk up to me. And I'm sure I already talked about this, too, because I love this story, you know. I love this story because I love whenever people appreciate me. Because I put work into me, you know. And so I, I love whenever people recognize that. And so there's this girl walks up to me and she goes, Oh, someone wanna know if you have a girlfriend and I'm like, Yeah, and then she's like, Oh, and then she's like, It was me. She was like she was like 'cause uh she was like she was like, If you're so fine or something like that. And I was like at first that bar was a couple of girls can ask what I'm got 'cause I'm so damn fine. Um but it changed because just through working on the flow, it changed. But anyway, but whatever, it's the same meaning because you're so because I'm so damn hot. Um, and I appreciate that though because I do. I work on my look. You know, I want to look good, and, I, and truthfully, I don't dress up at work. Like at work, I just wear jeans and stuff. But you know, I do put effort into my hair and my face. Uh, <clears throat> I mean, not too much at work because like. You know, it's hot, sweaty, and moldy. It just smells bad um, and dusty. Nevertheless, though, I put work on myself. So, I mean, that means something right there. So, I appreciate that she appreciates that. And then, on top of that, um, I was walking out, and some girl was like, Oh, you can't go home? And I was like, oh, okay. I don't know. She goes, she goes, she goes, Oh, can I come home with you? And I said, If you want. Because <laughs> I was just trying to get out there. Like, I was. I was I I kind of don't like whenever people like trying to talk to me on my way out because then it's like ah oh. like they're like what you can't go home like what vicious I am <laughs> I have my eight hours today um but anyway but I mean I know people are just messing around but like I, like I don't hate it but it's just like ah uh, just let me leave <laughs> um but anyway but uh, for, truthfully I don't mind it I don't mind it um 
but anyway, so, so I'm on my way out, and she's like, oh, for real, and I was like, I was like, if you want, and I leave, and then I hear her, she goes, he's so down, or he's so fine, something like that, like, same exact words, and so, all right, that's cool, um, you know, it just makes you feel good, and then what happened, um, so that's that bar, because I'm so damn fine, a couple of boys gonna ask if I smoke a lot or not, um, that's because at work, I've been asked by, like, four people. They're, they're always be like, hey, Josh, you smoke that good stuff. You know what I mean? Or, like, hey, Josh, you smoke. Um, a lot of people trying to sell to me. Or just asking. Like, it's so weird. It's like, me, I assume you smoke. Like, by this point. Just because that's our generation. Um, but, yeah, I mean, it's always weird how, like... It, it'll, it'll be like this to me, I guess. Like, I, like, I hate... Like, the one thing I hated about high school was, like, you would be sitting there, and you would have, like, these high schoolers be like, oh, I love beer. Like, you know what I mean? Talking about drinks, you know what I mean? Like, they're connoisseurs. Um, But it's, like, it's not even just, it's not even because they genuinely have, like, like a a love, like, like they're not, like, wine tasters. um, Like, they're not into the culture. It's just, like. Like, it, like, it's so cringy because, like, who are you trying to flex for? You know what I mean? Like, you're trying to show up because you drink. You know what I mean? You're just trying to express the fact that you drink. Like, one girl, she goes, oh, yeah, someone offered me an edible once. Like, just ex- explain that story. Like, this person is super cool. And then someone goes, did you take it? And then she was like, she was like, no, I didn't even know the guy. And then she was like, I did take it. And they're like... Like, I don't know, like, alright, <laughs> like, I don't know, it just didn't feel right, it didn't feel right, I don't like it, um, it just didn't feel right, but, uh, yeah, so anyway, but I mean, but I, I kind of feel like, or, I, it's not like that, like, truthfully, it's, it's a lot better, like, once you get out of high school, I'm telling you, bro, like, I don't even know what college is like, but I know, real life is way cooler, um, it's still dramatic like high school is. Like, people are always the same is that is my experience. It's like people know more and people get more mature, but I feel like you don't really see too big a difference until people really, really hit, you know, really, really grow old and start getting close to that, the death and and uh have to come to grips with that reality um and that's not everybody either like i said i also have that six-year-old in my life but you know it's like whenever you see someone who's kind of got it figured out it's like typically they're you know keith newber uh maxine clark has still got like that kind of like ambitious spirit but still you know she was wise um And also, you also you got to think about her environment. Like she's she's a woman in like this big business. Like she took her her company Build a Bear Live, and she's got like this teddy bear company. You know what I mean? So it's like it's like could you imagine? You know, so like what's the chances that someone looks at you and makes fun of you for having a teddy bear company? You know what I mean? Especially if you're a woman in this corporate world. Like, it's, it's, it's tough, you know what I mean? And I get that. Um, you know, I'm, I wouldn't consider myself, you know, a feminist. To me, it's like, I don't care who works, you know, I don't care at all. Um, you know, I'm not against the idea of feminism, but I just don't like to label myself anything. Uh, because, I mean, anytime you say that, people are like, oh, so you don't believe in, you don't believe in um, that women, men should be equal? And I'm like, no, it's not that. Well, first off, I don't even know what you mean by equal. Like, that's why I'm afraid to say it, because a lot of people mean different things by equality. And and so I, I kind of need you to explain, because to me it's like, if we have equal opportunity, you know, you can start a business, I can start a business. Um... But I do get, I, I, I can 
understand, you know, the culture, the culture around male and female relationship, you know, but I just, I just don't like that, you know, because women do play a role in that relationship. And that's my thing. Like, that's what I don't like. Because I'll grow up seeing it. You know what I mean? I'll, I'll grow up. And I was always on the girl's side. You know what I mean? Because I was a simp, you know. But it wasn't until I hit high school and girls really started showing out. You know, they'd be showing off. And and that's whenever I would really see it, you know. It's like girls dumb themselves down. It's like, seriously. Like, they dumb themselves down. They start talking all high pitch. And it's like... Like, now anytime I see it, I'm just not interested. Like, I don't even want to talk to you. <laughs> because it's like, dude, just be real. Like, you don't, we don't have to have this weird, flirty conversation. It's like, we can just be two people. Like, just ask me about something. You know what I mean? Just ask me about something. And I, I guess partly I say that because I, I thought I was about to have this really good relationship. Like, friendship with, with someone. And then all of a sudden it got weird. Like, like all of a sudden, it, it was like... It was like at first, because she had came to my job and she would walk up and she would just like ask me questions. But then she started being like, you know, Josh, we're going to be best friends. She was like, give it two weeks, two weeks. And we're going to be best friends. And I'm like, what? Like, how do I respond to that? Like before it was like, like she walked up, she was like, are you going to be a, um, a manager? And I was like, oh, no. She was like, I'm just, you know, working a job. And she was like, oh, okay. She was like. I don't know, I mean, and we had a con- like a really good conversation. She was like, so how long you been here? And I was like, oh, I've been here a year. Um, but, you know, I mean, I, it's just here, like, it's just a stepping stone. I'm just trying to get somewhere. And then I was like, what about you? You know what I mean? Like this nice back and forth that was, um, that was fine. You know what I mean? And then it just got like, then it just got like, I don't know, like she, like, she was just trying to play with me too much. And I don't know, I don't know, I just... Like, it wasn't charismatic either. Because I get charisma. But I don't know, but I think that's why... I'm not, like, into moms, but it's like... I look at a mom, and I'm like, oh, that's attractive. Like, whenever I see a woman, like, and they just, like, got things together and they're confident in themselves and they're they just like they have a job and they know what it is and that's taking care of their kid it's like that's attractive it's like and they don't care what you think about them it's like they're just doing their thing i'm like that is so attractive to me you know what i mean and then i look at these kids and it's like it's like okay what's the role that you're playing it's like the way that you dress too like this is the i hate this and i remember, Girls try to act like it's all on the guy. You know what I mean? That's just that's just my thing. It's like, it, this is a two-way thing. And here's here's also how I know how, how bullshit it is. Because, cause, and, and, you know, I wouldn't be upset. Like, I don't care, you know, if a girl wants to dress, uh, dress, uh, what's the word? Like, I, I mean, it's a fashion. You know what I mean? And, and art is a fashion. But, but there's a difference between like appreciating a type of a way to dress and trying to show off your body to a select group of men you know what i mean because it's like it's like the only reason people care is whenever it's like a fat slobby slob and i mean that's also reasonable because you know an attractive intelligent you know man it's like that you would want to uh like just coming from a biological perspective it's like an attractive man who's going to be good to reproduce with it's like you want to attract them over and so it is good to kind of show off your reproductive ability i guess which is a really weird way to put it but i mean it is it is what it is it's just science you know like fuck it whatever but yeah like i said i mean it just is what it is but it's like this whole thing like you like people are pretending like it's like it's not like, it's just on the guy for being an animal. Like, it's so stupid, so ridiculous. And I don't lie, like, it had me in a spot, too. Like, I, I fell for it. You know, I was tricked. I was tricked into hating masculinity. And then this wraps me all the way back around to uh, where I am now, and I realize masculinity isn't a bad thing. Um, but there's a maturity that everybody kind of has to reach. Um, 
and they're also also in every situation you have to understand what is the role that you're playing too and it kind of makes you understand things a lot better um this brings me all the way back around to why i think i'm an extrovert that's been playing or trying to force himself to be an introvert and i think a lot of it is because one i wasn't comfortable with myself and i'm a huge people pleaser and i felt like every time i opened my mouth i would just make people uncomfortable and and uh and i didn't want to do that so then for a long time it's like it's like after maybe eighth grade i shut that down a little bit in seventh grade because that was the hard depressive year seventh and eighth grade and then coming to freshman year, it's like girls started talking to you and stuff like that and showing interest and whatever. Um, like sexual interest, like not, not just regular interest, like girls wanting to get freaky with you, you know. And so it kind of gives you confidence whenever girls want to talk to you. But still, it's like I shut that down because I was scared. You know, I didn't want to be judged by mother nature. You know, I, mean? I didn't want a girl to be into me and then find out that she wasn't into me. Like that was my big fear. And so, like I said, I was very people-pleaser, very insecure about myself. And then, you know, so I, I depressed down this, I pushed down my desire to just be social. Um, and then I start getting comfortable, you know. I leave high school, I start working with people, real people, adults, you know. People who have, who have let go of, of some of this stuff, like a lot of older people. People have responsibilities outside of coming to school with a whole bunch of young people you know what i mean like and you can tell it's like people who have taken up responsibility are just different people people have to pay bills you know people who have to go to work and can't just party you know and and do stuff and and the only you know the 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 uh, entertainment for their life is the drama that they have within this society at their school And um, just seeing it, it's like, it's so weird because, like, I really don't think there's any way to escape, you know, the middle school struggle or, like, the, the mental struggle in high school, same with high school. And I don't, I don't know about college, but I do feel like there's a piece of college that's, like, like, there's a difference, you know? Like, I see a college student, but I wouldn't say it's not worth going to college. Like, I wouldn't advise anyone not to go or to go. You know, because there's sacrifices that I've also made not going to college. But I will say it just seems like a much more realistic view on the world whenever you work and then think about college. Um, yeah, I think I think it's a much more realistic view of the world if you go get a job, especially working in these low-wage warehousing jobs because you, you really get a sense of, of how people struggle and then why. You know, because it's not this, you know, college students I do find are so idealistic and they don't understand. They don't have a true understanding of people. Um, don't get me wrong, like, they're intelligent. Like, that's also a difference. It's like, there's a difference in the way that people who go to college think than people who don't. But it's not as street smart. Like, I feel like that's that's the difference. And it's hard to explain because... You know, I have to define, now I have to define street smart. You know what I mean? There's just not enough time in the day to break down my thoughts on how I think life works. But, um, but, um, I guess there is. But, uh, you know, street smart, I think, is like, the ability to understand people and I don't know I think you know whenever you're stuck in this this world of just intellects who study a lot and well to, I guess to be fair I don't know what they do but there's a difference like I said you know okay so what did I sacrifice not going to college we'll start there because I don't want to just dog on college we'll start there the sacrifice I made is, you know, having this really tight community because a lot of people that I'm with have families and I'm so young too. So it's like, I don't want to hang out with like these six year olds. So it is kind of like I'm an outsider in my own group. 
Um, but taking on responsibility is the healer for that. But anyway, so, so, but I have sacrificed, you know, finding that, that, you know, really good community. Like, I have my people, don't get me wrong. And I come to work and we communicate as if we're the same age and we, we fist bump and talk with each other, have these conversations if we're the same age, you know, and respect each other. You know, I, I show respect, they show respect back. Um, And, uh, but you get a real sense, though, working with all these people who are so much older than you, you get a real sense on how their life went, you know, just through hearing about their stories and a real sense of how they ended up where they are, why they are, who they are. Um, and like I said, these are low wage job so it's like so you start to understand why people are still there and i'm telling you i'm telling you there is it's nothing racial about it and i guess now i'm getting political but um it's just it is it's part of the responsibility thing and then also spending huge spending thing huge because people just spend and people know it too but doesn't mean they're not smart, you know. They're, they're street smart. Because it's like... It's like learning how to communicate with people. It's just a different thing. Um, but, you know, then I... Like, my sister's in college, and... You know, I had a bonfire, and... There is this thing... You know, like, I, I don't... I don't even dislike her friends. I just can't connect with them. And like that, basically, this is come from they had they were going camping and I was invited and I, I just didn't want to go because I don't want to be. Like it just doesn't feel right for me. Like I feel like I don't fit in that kind of community. And then same with like I don't know like Claudia and and her friends and whatever. It's like, it's like I don't know. I I I'm still trying to figure out who I fit with. And I I do think you know I I've met this guy or I reconnected with uh, KLB. You guys already know. And he's similar to me where, um, you know, he didn't go to college. He actually went and got a job. Um, but got, like, a house. and Or not a house, an apartment. You know, but him and his girl, they're living together. And and I feel like, like, that's that's somewhere where, you know, like, that's the closest I've gotten. You know what I mean? And, and But anyway, but, but I mean, I, you know, I'm adaptable. You know what I mean? So, and this is, where I guess, where... Why I think I'm an extrovert, though. Why I think I'm an extrovert, because, like, I just have, like, this weird desire where I just want to talk to people. But it's, like, you know, going back to what I said before, it's, like, but I feel like I was so passive and so unassertive and afraid to to scare people away that, you know, I, sh I pushed that down and I listened for so long. And I still like to listen. But now I'm starting to learn how to use my skill of listening to understand and then communicate um, much better. And I just think a part of that is having this experience with all these people who have all these crazy life stories. Like people who've, who've gone to prison, like literally like people who have had two lives in one within like 10 years. Like it's crazy that... Like, this person that I'm t I've talked to, it's like he was a kid, and then he just went to prison. And then seeing the way that he's trying to pick all the pieces up, you know, because he ended up having three kids as soon as he got out of prison. Different women and stuff like that. You know, so it's a lot of money going out of his pocket. And on top of that, buying his weed monthly, gas bills, um, food. You know, life is expensive, and so just seeing, you know, like, that's, he's probably one of the most mature people, and so it's no doubt that he's a lead, you know, he's a lead at, at my job. Um, he's taken up that responsibility. He's found something to put effort into and care about, you know. Um, besides that, I mean, he just has kids. So life, is, life isn't him now, it's bigger than him. Um, but then you still get these kids, you know come by and they're kind of 
flirty. They don't talk to you straightforward. It's like they want to beat around the bush a little bit. They don't play games a little bit, and you're like, why? So I guess that's what it is. Um, which sometimes it can be fun. I don't know. Like, I'm trying to figure out where to use my charisma so that it's fun for me, too. Um, I don't know, but, like, it's all a game. That's why I see it. It's just all a game, so a lot of it is just trying to understand the rules of the game. And then also understand that you know, there's not one right way. Like, I think that's that's my biggest issue is I keep trying to figure out, like, what is the system of life, you know? But life is a system of multiple games. It's like life isn't just one game. And, I mean, the biggest rule for life, like, there's there's general rules in life, the game of life, that play out in all the pieces, like, like, there are eight there there's, you know, you could break it down to eight, ten pieces of, of life, like, you ever seen, like, the, this, the pie of life, the circle, and it'll be, like, money, family, friendships, you know, stuff like that, physical body, like, all these pieces to your life and how, how you want it, so these are all games that make up the game of life, and so the general rule is just taking a responsibility and taking action on that. That's what I think, at least right now. You know, of course I'm going to grow and figure things out, but... Um, but, oh, that's the other thing. Just being open to to being wrong. Um, being, being... Like, here's, here's a big shifter, too, in your mentality. Be on people's side. Be on someone's team. So it's like... It's like a lot of times in a conversation, for some reason, we jump to trying to be correct. Stop trying to be correct. Try and be on the other person's team. It's like, okay, what are we trying to figure out? And let's do it together. So whenever you're having a conversation, like, what what are we having a, this conversation about? And, you know, a lot of times there is some desired goal of a good conversation. It's like, we want to figure out, I don't know, whatever. Or you're trying to tell me a story. I'm trying to understand. So it's like, be on the other person's side. Don't be on your own team. You know, it's like, be one team, I guess. And it's hard to explain. It's like, well, I mean, it's hard to explain probably because I'm not good with my words. But, you know, as I grow and get a better understanding of myself, I'm going to be able to express it better. But it's one of those things that, you know, whenever you're in, in a conversation, just think about it. Like, whose team am I playing right now? Am I playing my own team? Especially in family conversations. Because in family conversation, like I said, family is too close. Family will judge the hell out of you, and they will tell you anything they want to say. You know, um, to be just to be a jerk sometimes. And so, a lot of times, you gotta take your ego out of it. You know, which is also what I struggle about, which is why I talk about my new album too. By the way, um, like I've really put myself into this next album coming out. I think I want to call it like Love Notes to like Florissant or something, just cause like. I'm really, really coming into the identity of, like, who I am, and that's from Florissant. Like, Florissant, Missouri, like, that's that's me. Um, but, but anyway, so, um, shoot, I lost it. Anyways, but this is, this is running, this is probably running right on time, that's perfect. Uh, I guess, I'm trying to think, any closing thoughts? I talked about a lot, just like a lot of ramblings, but just a lot that's been on my mind, you know, just me trying to be a better person myself, because, oh, because here's the thing, you know, I keep trying to think that there's like one correct way to be a human being. But I think a lot of that is my own immaturity and possibly insecurities just trying to figure out, you know, a better way to go about life and, and be more open to people and letting letting people, you know, make me uncomfortable, you know, and realizing that it's not their fault. Like, a lot of it might be my fault. And like I said, whose team am I on? In, in those situations, it's like, it's like, cause a lot of times I do, I try to build that wall of defense. If I feel uncomfortable, make it their fault. Um, but I'm starting to think that maybe, maybe sometimes it's not like maybe, maybe a lot of times it's not.
maybe a lot of times it's me. And so just switching that, that type of mentality, I think has helped me to, or is gonna help me, you know, to grow a little bit and, and, uh, and understand people better, which is ultimately the goal, just cause I don't know why, but it's like, that's just interests me the most. It's like, why are people the way they are, you know? It's just so fascinating to me. But, cause we're complicated, you know? We are seriously complicated. Um, and so, you know, the only way to try and understand it is we just have to break it down to small, small, tiny, uh, eight bit pieces of information just so we can get our head around it. And then from the, that eight bit piece of information, then it's like, all right, how can I add to this? block that I have and then uh sometimes it's very hard because you know you're you're looking at this block from from one angle and sometimes you just gotta shake it up you know look at it from a different angle or sometimes just like throw out that block because the block's bad or whatever I don't know I don't have a good analogy for that but but it's like you do. You have these eight-bit pieces of information. And it's not very detailed, you know. Like, you don't have... Like, it's not 4K. You know, this is 8-bit. This is Mario. It's classic Mario. Um, but, you know, I mean... But you gotta understand the world in some way. You know, you gotta function. But, you know, to try and understand... Why you think how you think, and why people are the way that they are, and just be more open to it. I think that's my that's that's kind of what I'm working on, trying to figure that out. So, um, so yeah, um, I've just been getting real good in my head lately. I think trying to like really really dial down on on like what's going on you know and oh yeah just dial down what's going on and be more leadership you know be more leadership like be more um well i don't know i'm just trying to perfect uh perfect myself in this game you know because i want to get as ahead as i can that's why I listen to a lot of older people, though. Because, you know, they have a lot of experience. So, you know, if you listen, it's like... It's like you can take details from someone who's lived 80 years. Or you can take lessons and then apply that to yourself. You know what makes sense? Apply those lessons and... Find what serves me and then, you know, whatever. If I'm serves me, throw out what doesn't. And then a lot of times I do find, though, it'll be like a random moment. And then I'll be like, oh, that's what he meant. Whenever he was saying that. That's it. You know what I mean? Like, it'll be that. And that's what it'll get you. Um, but yeah, anyway, so I, I'm going to close this episode. This is a good episode. I just feel like it was so much stuff so much thought you know because i've just been in, in a lot of thought but, um uh if you want to help support the podcast one thing that you can do is go to my website just with tbrian.com you can donate or do whatever uh you could listen to my music i'm gonna release something so you got i'm i'm actually recording this the morning that this is gonna come out this is friday it's friday what 30th think so 27th i'm sure um friday the 27th so i'm probably gonna release this weekend just a song you know let it sit there you know kind of pump up this album i'm excited for it i want to get out there uh i'm almost done with it so um i'm also hoping to connect with sammy at some point hopefully tomorrow maybe uh but yeah i mean anyway but you guys know what to do if you want to support 